This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. What do ESL learners, speakers, bloggers, and podcasters have in common? Give up? It's the need to speak conversationally. English language learners often focus on writing and have very little conversational practice. Speakers, especially technical speakers, they memorize and deliver sentences they've written out ahead of time, which usually results in less than conversational sounding presentations. And podcasters, like me, may be required to read a script, even though they certainly don't want to sound like they're reading. I'm sure you know from your own experience, it's boring, difficult, and even annoying to listen to dry, stuffy language. On the other hand, conversational language is powerful and engaging. In fact, research suggests that when your brain thinks it's part of a conversation, it has to pay attention, in essence, to hold up its end of the conversation. For so many reasons, it's critical to speak conversationally, to engage your audience. So today's episode, I'll explain how to sound conversational. It turns out we write very differently than how we speak. Just this week, I was talking with Suzanne Ryan. She's an editor who prepares transcripts of golf lessons and tournament coverage for the Golf Channel. She said, the hardest thing for me is that I can't edit the words, no matter how they're said. It's very hard to leave the grammar errors alone. It's also difficult to correctly punctuate. Conversational language often has incorrect grammar, short phrases, and lots of slang. So is the secret to sending conversational to make mistakes? To make mistakes on purpose? Well, sort of. Certainly, you'll need to ignore the advice you got from your high school writing teacher. They should never write the way you talk. For blogs, podcasts, and speeches, it's critical to write the way you talk. I talk aloud while I'm writing this podcast. I feel like a weirdo sometimes, but it helps. I like to imagine a back and forth exchange as if it were a real conversation. And in fact, I keep a picture of my friend Linda taped near my computer. I like to talk to her instead of some abstract notion of a listener. When we talk, we use short sentences. When we write, we typically use longer sentences, much longer sentences, compound sentences, complex sentences. Listen to this written sentence. Mignon Fogarty, who was the host of the Grammar Girl podcast, recently published a new grammar book called The Grammar Devotional. Now listen to the same content, but in a conversational form. Mignon Fogarty is the host of Grammar Girl. She put out a new book, The Grammar Devotional. The second one sounds better because of the short sentences and the shorter words. I used put out instead of recently published. In conversation, we tend to use shorter words because, well, we're more familiar with one and two syllable words. Finally, consider using incomplete sentences like I just did. It creates a conversational feel. You'll also want to use contractions. Think about it. What do science fiction writers do when they want a hint that a character is an alien or a robot? They don't use contractions, right? It's funny. Sometimes I forget to use a contraction when I'm writing, but I always catch the mistake when I'm recording. Again, because that's how we naturally speak, with contractions. Another important consideration is word choice. Pick words that are common. Use for example instead of thus, but instead of notwithstanding, or list instead of enumerate. You get the idea. 
Oh, and if you're not sure how to pronounce a word, just pick another one. Another way to sound conversational is to use rhetorical questions. These are questions asked for effect and not for an answer. Rhetorical questions help create the sense that a conversation is taking place. You can also use confirmation questions to check in on your listener. Things like, right? You see? Got it? Next, write in the active voice. I know I'm getting into grammar girl territory here, so bear with me. Active voice is when the subject is doing the action. For example, the devil wears Prada. Active voice is vivid and clear. In the passive voice, the target of the action becomes the subject. So the sentence in the passive voice would become, Prada was worn by the devil. Not so memorable anymore. By the way, if you want to learn more about this, Grammar Girl dedicated an entire episode to it. Next, be sure to include repetitions, duplications, and hesitations. You can even occasionally giggle. These are all normal parts of spoken English, but are eliminated from written English. So go ahead and repeat. Say something again. Just be sure to change it slightly so that the audience doesn't think you're stuttering. Hesitations. Well, hesitations and giggling are natural, so incorporate them too. Finally, I would be remiss if I didn't emphasize that for speeches and podcasts, I think it's best not to create a written script. Again, in my case, it's a contractual requirement. Instead, I think it's better to prepare a very brief outline of the main points and then talk extemporaneously from the outline. That ensures you stay on target and, more importantly, ensures a conversational delivery. Again, if you need to create a script, it's better to start with spoken words. If necessary, record yourself talking to someone about the topic. Then transcribe your recording to create the script. In fact, I recommend this as a speech technique for non-native speakers. It does take longer, but it ensures a conversational delivery. So there you have it, some tips and tricks to help you sound more conversational. Try to write like you speak. Use short sentences, short words, short phrases. Use contractions and common words. Use rhetorical and confirming questions. Use the active voice. Use repetition, duplication, hesitations. And if you don't absolutely need to create text, then don't. Speak from an outline. This is Lisa B. Marshall, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. My new audiobook is now available. Yay! It's called The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview, Six Steps to Get the Job You Want. I'm so happy, actually relieved, because it's already received some great reviews. You can check out the recommendations at www.interviewextras.com, or you can buy the book, The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview. It's on iTunes and Audible for $5.95. It's more than worth the money, I promise. Finally, I invite you to join my newsletter or visit the Facebook fan page. I'd also like to invite you to join my networks on LinkedIn and Twitter. Links can be found at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>